0: platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision-makers. This is BizTalk. With a growing global focus on the environment and climate change, countries around the world are vigorously pursuing development of green energy. Italy is an important source of energy innovation in Europe, and China is one of the largest energy markets in the world. Prospects for cooperation between China and Italy on green development technologies are promising, but challenges remain. How will Italian companies capitalize on the changing market trends? What is the potential for collaboration between Chinese and Italian enterprises? Only on BizTalk. Only on CGTN. And Welcome, everyone, to BizTalk here on CGTN. I'm Michael Wong in Beijing. Well, embracing green energy is crucial for a sustainable future. It helps in addressing climate change, fostering economic development, and preserving the health of our planet and its inhabitants. Now, Italy has been actively investing and promoting green energy in recent years. At the same time, China holds significant potential in the realm of energy transformation. So how will Italian companies seize the evolving market dynamics? And what opportunities are there for Chinese and Italian companies to cooperate? To talk about all of that and more, we're joined in the studio by Paolo Bazzoni, chairman of the China-Italy Chamber of Commerce. We're also joined by Tetti Licorsi, who is the new initiatives analyst at Italian integrated energy giant ENI. We're also joined by Ermano Vitali, who is the CEO of industrial battery maker FAM China. So welcome to you all. Paolo, let me start with you. How do you see the potential for cooperation between Chinese and Italian businesses when it comes to building a
1: sustainable future? Thank you for this opportunity. Well, this is fundamental for the future the transition energy and the potential that uh, Italian companies have to interact, collaborate, and create value with a Chinese company in order to focus and uh, achieve the targets that the Chinese government set by 2030. You have to remember that Italy is a leading country in Europe for sustainable and circular energy, Mm. with a track record very successful in our country and around the world. So let us catch this opportunity in order to boost and have more more business among the two countries especially for our companies that are located in China, like, for instance, ENI and, and FAM, but much more yeah. others. Uh, Paulo, let me quickly follow up in
0: terms of what do you see the market potential being? Because China, you mentioned one of China's carbon goals, and that's peaking carbon emissions by the year 20, uh, mm-hmm. 2030. Mm-hmm. Carbon neutrality needs to be reached by the year 2060. So there's about 30 years' time to go from peak emissions to carbon neutrality, and that is a much shorter time frame compared to many of the advanced economies of the world, who have about 60 to 70 years to make that transition. Mm -hmm. So just based on this much shorter time frame, in my mind, I feel like the amount of green investments needed in this country is going to be absolutely massive.
1: Yes, it's not just a matter of investment, in my opinion, it's also a matter of education, and spread out this new attitude in the territories starting from uh, the local region, okay, and starting from soil, waste, remediation soil, waste, uh, renewable, the productivity of the renewable sources into new raw materials coming from renewable, and of course everything relating to the green economy like uh, wind, solar. So, is a matter of investment, but also is a matter to focus and priorities, mm. prioritize the project. And in this, I believe that Italy has an experience in terms of innovation, in terms of uh, also years of years of project achieved yeah. that c- can be shared with Chinese companies, with state-owned companies, small, medium enterprises, in order to create value. We have to work together more and more. Yeah.
0: So, Teti, let me come over to you, because Paulo mentioned that Italy is a leader in Europe when it comes to sustainability and renewable energies. Uh, talk to us about ENI's uh, business operations here in China, and what kind of innovations are you bringing uh, to the Chinese market? What kind of clean energy initiatives are you working on?
2: Yes, thank you, Michael. As our president said, uh, ENI and I is uh, involved in this changement, in this green transition. We started some years ago. Uh, with our program of net zero carbon emissions and it's very very similar very very close to the dual carbon project that is here in uh, in china by the government think about our experience um, starting from uh, from italy we started some years ago to involve to invest and develop all the green energy sector our experience could be translated here in uh, in china too Mm.
0: Uh, Amano, I want to come to you in terms of how you see the market potential here in China. So, as I understand it, you're also now involved in making lithium-ion batteries. China, of course, has a very competitive electric vehicle battery market, right? So this is the world's largest EV market. Uh, How do you see this space right now? It's quite competitive. What do you bring in terms of competitiveness and innovation to the China market?
3: Yeah. Hi, Michael. Thank you very much for inviting us today. You are right. Actually, China is uh, the world leader in the battery production. We are living in a period of uh, t- transformation, and this means, of course, also a lot of uh, risks and opportunities. As farm in the China market, we believed and we came to serve our customers here, to give to our customers here, both Chinese, but also, let's say, a European customer that already have their presence here to give support to them. So, in terms of opportunities, in terms of uh, market uh, opportunities that farm can find in China, it's uh, the cooperation with the local player that using, for example, an Italian component in their product they can get advantage when they export, for example. And they give more, let's say, global perception of their brand and also take advantage of the global service that an Italian company like FAM can also give to them.
0: With a history of 5,000 years, it's no surprise that China has created a fabulous
4: treasury of folk tales. Once a year, on the seventh day, Of the seventh month, all the magpies fly up to heaven and form a bridge. So many amazing worlds to discover. I want a new palace, said King Mu of Zhou one day. Chinese folk tales retold for audiences today. Will you marry me? He asked, and with little
2: hesitation, she said, (laughs) yes.
4: Five thousand years of amazing
0: Chinese folk tales.
2: My father must not go to war
0: someone must take his place
4: you'll find chinese folktales season 3 wherever you discover your favorite podcasts
0: Paula, I want to come back to you. Obviously, I think there is a huge market potential for European and Italian businesses uh, when it comes to the green energy space here in China. Are there certain challenges that you see in, in terms of Italian businesses perhaps operating or wanting to expand their footprint here in China in the
1: green energy space? Yeah, yeah, of course. To be and to operate in the Chinese market, as you said before, is, uh, is tough in terms of competition. but. Italian companies are not uh, worried about competition because we have uh, innovation technology and we always have solution in the higher end of the value proposition. What uh, we expect uh, is a more, let's say, open chances in terms of uh, collaborations, Mm. maybe setting some priorities, in the dialogue between the two countries, okay, yeah. regarding the green economy, of course, uh, in order to set the key priorities involving then in the chain of value our key companies, and then is business to business. So I believe is now the time to reboost, maybe to boost in a more wide way. This uh, collaboration, because Italy has a lot to give in order to create value here. Yeah. So yes. Tell me, what kind of partnerships might any be looking for here in the China
0: market? So you've had a presence since reform and opening up, and now as China makes this massive green transition, are there specific partnerships you're looking for in this country?
2: Uh, yeah, we can say that we have got we have already some cooperations with big. Competitors and stakeholders here in China, Chinese company, for example, like Sinopec or CNOCC and other big companies, as can be ENI, a big company. So we want to continue to create a strict cooperation with these companies, and we are open to other, uh, also smaller companies here in uh, in China, because I think the aim and the goal. Of our companies, uh, uh, thinking about traditional oil and gas companies, is to join to arrive to the dual carbon, to the net zero emission uh, project. So I think there are a big, there could be a big cooperation with Chinese companies here in in Beijing, but also in uh, in the world China.
0: Yeah. Uh, hermano, are there specific outcomes you have achieved already for for farm China in terms of your innovation, your products and services on the clean energy space, and then looking down the road, which areas are you specifically looking at so lithium ion batteries, I think that might be one. Yeah. Um, what else are you looking at i won
3: 't say specifically farm China, but uh, let me speak about uh, farm in general, yeah, so I think one of the most important achievement that we have achieved and we are working on uh, focus on is the technology of the lithium battery production. Although China has the best now environment for the lithium battery production, but in Europe and Italy, we have also some very high level technology. And we are focused, for example, on the water-based technology. It means when we produce the batteries, we don't use solvent. We don't use environmentally uh, polluted uh, components. Mm. So this, uh, this is our focus, produce uh, in a sustainable way. We are very focused on uh, environment. Of course, this is not the most uh, economically advantaged solution, uh, of course, it's more costly than using some uh, other parts, other components, but it's the best in terms of environment. That's, that's also our, let's say, our mission, to produce green batteries that can be sustainable from the raw material to the recycling process. So from the from the beginning
0: to the end. Can you scale this technology here in China? Is that doable?
3: We are working with partners in China to cooperate in this way, of course. I would say in China right now, the water-based solution is not uh, used uh, a lot. But of course, the technology in China is uh, also present. And we are working together with... Uh, with your local partner to cooperate in yeah.
0: this way. Uh, Paulo, another very big uh, picture question I feel. How important do you think is it for uh, Europe, uh, Italy, and China when it comes to cooperation in, in this green transition? Because as it stands right now when it comes to geopolitics and geoeconomics and rhetoric is, is perhaps not very conducive to cooperation. Are you concerned at all in terms of geopolitics affecting the need, I guess, for humanity to tackle this common challenge of ours?
1: Well, I'm a businessman and uh, we are talking about business. Geopolitics always been uh, around the business in any, in any moment. Now, maybe more than uh, sometimes in the past, but we don't have to think too much about this because business drives the political decisions. So let's focus on business. Let's focus on concrete way to collaborate. And from this, the dialogue and the, let's say, relationship will benefit. This is my opinion. So business focus, okay, generating and creating value in a balanced way. And this will generate trust. And with the trust, we can generate more business. Teddy, do you share a similar view as Paolo in terms of where
0: Europe and China perhaps stand right now when it comes to green cooperation?
2: Yes, I think so, and I repeat, I, starting from my experience and experience of you and I here in China, we have a long story, a long relationship between Italy and China and in my case ENI and Chinese uh, companies because uh, think about for example our founder Mr. Enrico Mattei he arrived here uh, the first time in 1958 and think about that this year, 2023 is our 70 years uh, anniversary so at the beginning of his experience as founder as uh, ENI Uh, we were here in uh, in China obviously in 70 years you can imagine the business is totally changed everywhere and also here for us we want to continue to stay here to create a very solid relationship with our competitors our stakeholders in China yeah
0: so then what what ultimately does E&I want to achieve here in the China market when it comes to uh, green energy what is sort of the mandate, the portfolio?
2: The most important uh, investment we want to do here <coughs> is uh, in the biorefineries field. So the transformation, the conversion, a sort of um, kind of replication of uh, our experience in Italy, both in Gela and uh, in Marghera, and also thinking about uh, the soil remediation, the waste remediation. So how to develop and, and change an old Traditional oil and gas economy into a new green economy.
0: Yeah, uh, maybe expand for us what exactly is a a biorefinery? How is that different compared to traditional oil and gas refineries?
2: It's totally different because, uh, as Name said, it's green. So think about all the Old, um, the old traditional uh, refineries here in China, but everywhere uh, in the world. Uh, maybe they are closed, maybe they are very, very polluted and they destroyed soil, water and, and so on. So think about a, an old refinery which works in the same way, more or less, but the product at the end is totally different because it's green. It's a biofuel and it's not just a fuel which is dirty and uh, polluted
1: climate watch is cgtn radio's new podcast focusing on the impact of climate change we have conversations with people on the front line about this critical issue listen to climate watch on all major podcast platforms and join us in taking action to save the planet we call home
0: Romano, how would you um, talk about the business environment here for, I guess, a medium-sized uh, European companies? How has the business environment here in China evolved, especially if you want to get into the clean energy space?
3: Well, it's very tough. It's very, very hard. As I said before, probably I already mentioned, 80% of the worldwide market production of uh, lithium batteries uh, in China. Mm. And uh, the analysts uh, confirm that for the next five to ten years, it will not change too much. But uh, Europe, uh, Italy, also USA are investing a lot, actually. And they will take a, a, cake of, a part of this cake. Mm, but uh, I, I believe China will uh, remain the, the big, bigger player. Anyway, although China it seems to dominate you know, the, the, the market, we have, for example, in Italy, some very high level and small lab, and uh, I believe that Italy can participate to this development and cooperate with China, where actually China is uh, maybe the strongest part for the industrialization of the product, you know, to make a mass market. But of course we have also this uh, these, uh, these chance, this opportunity.
0: Mm. How would you rate the R&D uh, ecosystem here in China when it comes to clean energy and clean supply chains?
3: well i think uh, has improved uh, a lot has improved a lot since uh, i experienced uh, china market uh, so it means in the last almost 20 years at the same time i would say that uh, sometimes it lacks a little bit of uh, of uh, real innovation where probably the very best uh, new things maybe comes f- from uh, europe or usa but in, in the battery business, in any way, I repeat, uh, uh, also the local players are very strong and they are having uh, good technologies, new products. Mm. Uh, for example, in the battery, we now speak about solid state battery uh, and Chinese player and local player are also very strong and very advanced on this. Or uh, some new chem- chemistry like uh, sodium batteries, that's also some future technology that will be implemented implemented in the market.
0: Yeah. Paulo, uh, you, you must do advocacy work, right, as chairman of the China-Italy Chamber of Commerce. What are you telling policymakers here in China t- in terms of how to better
1: strengthen uh, green
0: cooperation between Italy and China?
1: We need to work on a concrete dialogue basis. And uh, this is as a Chamber of Commerce that we are spread out on the territories with eight offices interact daily with the local counterparts, the local government, in order to boost business for our company, but to enhance opportunities also for Chinese companies. Mm-hmm. Okay, China is a huge market with the key players, yes, but the high hand and the professionality, the experience of the Italian companies, here we have a big conglomerate, a medium enterprise. Together with the you know, innovation coming from the university, the labs in Italy, the track record around the world, because, of course, we succeeded in our country, but we exported also in other countries. This could be a track record to copy and paste yeah. with China. Because the mission for us is to stimulate mm. stimulate business to, let's say, uh, escort our companies towards a sustainable new business growth and now it's time to make it happen because we need China especially but also Italy creating value together
0: how do we make that more concrete Teddy how do we create more value synergize more value between Chinese and Italian companies
2: Mm, I can say just one word alliances alliances Alliances. with our stakeholders to share our knowledge to learn something more from their, from their experience. Yeah. So it's most, it's most important to deploy new models, new technologies, to know better each other.
0: Yeah. And Hermano, for farm China, what is the long-term uh, development plan? I mean, do you plan to take the innovation that you have here in China? Yeah, that's also a
3: very good question, because actually, as I said before, we are living uh, in a very uh, tremendous transformation period. Uh, we came here 20 years ago with the, the traditional technology of, of batteries, and China was not actually a leader in, in the battery technology. Nowadays, after less than 20 years, it's leader in in the technology of, of new products like lithium batteries. So, uh, FAM in China is trying to adapt, of course, to this technology to follow the speed of China that is uh, very, very fast. And uh, what we do is, of course, focus on more sustainable uh, business, support our partner here, find the opportunities where we can cooperate with our customers, with our uh, partner. And uh, again, focus on the green solutions that we can together bring to the world.
0: Okay. So it seems like the potential for cooperation between Chinese and Italian businesses uh, is absolutely vast. Uh, I'm going to leave it there. Are there final messages that you would like to tell our audience in terms of how we can strengthen cooperation between Chinese and Italian businesses? Paolo, would you like to Mm -hmm. have the final word on that front? Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Don't be worried to dialogue. Don't be worried to risk. Focus on business and uh, in a very reciprocal way. Okay. Because the market... Needs cooperation, not litigation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Teddy, what about you? Uh,
2: I think we have to think about our future, but together, not in a separate way. So cooperation and cooperation, yes. Hermano,
3: well, I would say that uh, the key factors for for uh, enhancement of uh, future cooperation are are mainly maybe three. One is the common goals of uh, partnership and also of course having at the same time also a market uh, environment fair and openness and trustness between each other so of course the first and second point are easy to understand and easy to, to reach if there is a, or if there is a common goal and a market uh, a fair market Probably the most difficult is uh, uh, the openness and trustness between Chinese and, for example, Italian partners. And this, I think, we can try to enhance through a a good uh, uh, cultural exchange. Mm. For example, so let's say exchange uh, between uh, workers, more open, so uh, students cooperation with universities, so like Teddy said, open technology uh, sharing uh, and experiences, this uh, for sure would help the cooperation between Italy and
0: China. Yeah, people-to-people ties. Absolutely crucial if we want to enhance mutual understanding and cooperation. Great. Thank you so much for your time. Romano Vitali, CEO of Farm China, you. Li who is a new initiatives analyst at ENI. And of course, uh, Paolo Bazzoni, Chairman of the China-Italy Chamber of Commerce. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you to you all.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And
0: with that, we're going to wrap up this edition of Biz Talk here on CGTN. I'm Michael Wong here in Beijing. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next time.
4: From Liang Jiahe, How have his work experiences from earlier decades been influencing his leadership as the national leader? What are some of the core principles that have guided his decisions and actions? The Stories of Xi Jinping podcast series shares the life and work experiences of Xi Jinping and explores the formation of his governing principles, philosophy, beliefs, among others. Getting to know Xi's thoughts on national governance and how his leadership took shape may help you better understand China's path, governance and principles. You can follow the stories of Xi Jinping podcast series on all major podcast platforms.
0: Sideline Story brings you all things
4: sports-related. The hottest topics, latest events, juiciest stories, all with a very personal take. Subscribe to Sideline Story
0: Podcast for heated sports discussions covering events that are happening in China
2: and around the world.